Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hey. <laughs> and best friend, Derek. Yo. He's back. I am. You're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. This is episode 122. Ow, ow, Hi-ya. let's go. Yeah, wow. Dual, dual noises this week. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys are excited for this one. Ashley, when the heck are we this week? Holy cannoli, dudes. It's like August, whatever, 1982. And that's all I can do. I can do it for a little bit and I like fall out of it. I'm going to read this in a non-center voice. I don't want to go back to school and sit in homeroom when I could be riding (laughs) Tasty Waves and Bronze and Babes, man. You Mm -hmm. hear they got these tiny records that run on lasers now? What? Crazy. That sounds crazy. <laughs> and what you've just been listening to is the ultimate in recorded sound. It will make all conventional disc and cassette systems obsolete. It's dustproof, scratchproof, digitally recorded, read by a laser, and it's called the compact disc. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that'll be the last format you'll ever need i'm sure i guess it is still the most advanced physical media format for music right did it say dust yeah. proof it did it didn't I say scratch so. proof did it no Ma- okay yeah well, well dust proof compared to records that have big old grooves for dust to get into yeah you can mm-hmm. dust the cd yeah. Well, I have you can dust a record with a brush, like but dust a record pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. dust anything you want, really. Um, yeah, um, we're gonna start stocking up on CDs as soon as we get a very expensive player and can find a place that's selling them. But for now, um, let's just stick to movies. Anything showing at the Cineplex this week? Oh, what year is it? Why is Star Wars out again? <laughs> um man, I'm not gonna mention this like slasher movie that we peeping down on soon enough, brah. Oh, Peep, yeah, down on. <laughs> You're speaking um, my language today, dude. <laughs> yeah, we should have had Derek read this. Um, he wouldn't have even had to use an accent or use a um <laughs> a special voice. Anything else playing, Ashley? Well, if we have to go back to school, I guess we should just get a few more good times and fast before someone goes flying past. Whoa. <laughs> did, they, did your uh, CD skip? And speed I, was up? Trying to, I was trying to speed up my CD 1.5x. Let's go. Maybe you slow um, it down, man. Well, <laughs> oh, what, nice. what are you talking about? Give us some. Give us some something to go on here. There's a new movie out. The tagline is, <laughs> hey, bud, let's party. It's awesome. <laughs> totally awesome. It's a, I'm just describing the poster for this movie we watched and it's amazing. Um, there's this really cool stoner in it played by Sean Penn. Um, and in the poster, it's just him with these two babes on the side of him. And then he has a surfboard in the background and it says, Hey bud, let's party fast times at Ridgemont high. That sounds oh, pretty radical. Okay. Man. Yeah. I want to see it for sure. High school movie, fast Check. stuff. Check. Drew's yeah. <laughs> movies. Uh, anyway, let's go see it. Yeah, okay. let's go. Woo. Tuesday. How's this for an institution of higher learning? Oh, <laughs> really? Tough teachers, wild students, fast food, hot parties, hard exams, bad boys, good girls, first times, and fast times. 
Sean Penn, Phoebe Cates, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I should have done his voice. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Ooh. <laughs> Did they say heart exams? <laughs> Maybe they meant hard exams. Hard exams. Okay. I would guess. I would guess. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we just got out of the theater. Um, the movie's still washing over us, but <laughs> what a, I mean, this is like the ultimate high school movie this, this uh i've loved this genre for as long as i can remember we watched some john hughes movies from the the mid 80s when we started the podcast but like this is it this is where it all started for the most part this is the blueprint for all the high school movies to come but mm-hmm. before i get to like you know forward thinking let's just focus on the present man How, yeah, what did y'all think focus. oh yeah. it was amazing I laughed so much and they didn't have even like, they didn't even need like the movie montage, like the mall scene or that stuff. They just like, you were just like fully immersed in the eighties. It was awesome. The whole time. What do you mean? I mean, it did start with the mall movie montage. Oh, I was thinking of like more like those, like when they like change clothes at the mall and do that whole thing. Well, they, they, they do start with the mall. Like it's not like a super fast cutting montage, but it's a mall montage where they're introducing all the characters. Like they're going around to the, I mean, it's great. I mean, it didn't need that, but it benefited from it and, and set the template for future movies. And I've seen this movie before shocker. I used to own Uh it and it's still so good. I haven't seen it in years and it's like, Mm -hmm. I was really, I just, I love it. What about you, Derek? Well, I fucking loved it. It's amazing, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, Tom Petty opens opens the movie up. Come on, like the soundtrack. I, we can get to this later, but that that just already set set the tone for me. I loved it. Is that a Tom Petty song? The opening song. Hmm. Well, if you say so, um, <laughs> then you might be right. Um, yeah, I. I think I have a confession to make. I'm pretty sure I hadn't seen this movie before. No fucking way. There's no way. You would think there's no way. And I certainly Jesus knew. Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh, man. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Jackson Brown, somebody's baby, opens it up. But Tom Petty quickly plays after that. And okay, I'm like just, when they're I'm going just, back to school? Yeah, I'm just overshadowing the fact that this is your first viewing. Come on, man. What the I hell? can't believe that. Well, Dang. this is a classic example of I've seen a million movies that reference it and pop culture things that reference it. Spicoli is an iconic character. The bikini scene, which we'll talk about is like an iconic scene that, that um, I may have watched like in isolation before. Uh, I mean, in in isolation, like just that scene by itself (laughs) without the whole movie. Not as bad. (laughs) Um, And sensory deprivation, but, (laughs) <laughs> the the whole movie from start to finish like I, I just don't even i don't know how i could have avoided it you're right um when and were I you like watching this I, I watched it when i was younger i think i probably watched it at our friend katie's house yeah i mean uh, it's it's definitely not one of them not like the the range of of years of movie where we would have um watched it together or watch like we would have had to watch it when we were older like probably around the time when I was watching American Pie or something, yeah. I would have been like going back and revisiting movies like this and John Hughes movies, um, like I mentioned. But I don't know. I just didn't make it my way back to the source text somehow. So, so what did you think? Did you I, thought it was, of it? 
I thought it was awesome because I only knew the like the more I knew that it had like some uh, sexual component, like it was part teen sex comedy. Um, and I knew about the Spicoli character. So I was yeah. really worried that it was going to feel dated and mm-hmm. feel like a caricature or be problematic. Um, and it's mostly told through the two main um, uh, girls' perspectives. Mm-hmm. So like they're talking, it, it reminded me of Superbad at the beginning because they're oh, like yeah. talking really candidly I about knew sex. that Superbad was going to come up during this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. did have that vibe at some points yeah it, i mean it takes place over the course of like a whole school year instead of <laughs> one, one or two one days night. one yeah. night but yeah. still like uh it's just the way that the um like it just gave the point of view of the female characters and the male characters were like featured as uh spicoli is kind of an outlier because he's just comic relief yeah. but all the other male characters pretty much suck and they're not like the heroes of the movie by any Not means rat. kind of I liked him Brad no rat well Brad was fine but the one that oh, was like yeah, the yeah, little yeah. guy he was good yeah so the the arc of him and um is it Stacy is the is yeah, Jennifer Stacey. Jason Lee's character mm-hmm. yeah like that was a sweet ultimate um arc in the uh, uh, kind of framing the movie that she would meet like an actual nice guy but all the guys that were shitheads in the movie Stage ended up heads. yeah ended up like getting like punished by the universe more or yeah. less they definitely didn't get like <laughs> uh the, some of the 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 way that they treat the women would be looked at differently some of the nudity might not have been shown the same way in a modern film but mm-hmm. i just thought the the way they focused on the journey of the the very like not clean, um, not having it all figured out journey of the two main girls, um, Phoebe Cates and mm-hmm. Jennifer Jason Lee's character. I thought it was seemed very realistic and very like grounded. Yeah, I liked how it wasn't like sanitized feeling like she's all that or like those kind of movies. Yeah, really. exactly. All right, that's, you know, fine. But this one just, yeah, it felt like you were in high school again. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have like a gimmick or some contrived like plot that like the 90s movies yeah. that we talked about like a cruel intentions or mm-hmm. uh, she's all that yeah yeah exactly uh, it, it avoids that and just uses like the the character tropes that we see yeah. throughout the years so it was so good i liked when they were talking about all the different pat benatars in high school <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, this is great it's just yeah this is a really good movie I'm, yeah I'll watch it again tonight if someone well, asked me why don't you yeah. <laughs> maybe um, I was sporting the Pat Benatar look a few years ago. Really? When was that? Did I miss that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> was, it before your, was it before your leather phase? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, just like jagged, like blown out hair and lots of yeah. jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You forget. It's you, a- forgot, you forgot about that? I, no, it's coming back to me now. And you call me sort of your best friend. <laughs> well i had to wow that was Holy actually shit. something uh our friend of the podcast oliver said i had to say on the podcast so <laughs> the pat benatar line yeah, yeah well he also yeah. said like 20 other things that that he demanded us to say yeah um, i saw i saw that text as well yeah uh when yeah our cell phones somehow work in 1982 yeah, well, we have to stay in communication with the present day in case 
anything crazy happens, God forbid. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what did what did y'all think about this? Is just like a high school movie in the context of you know all the other ones we've watched and just the genre in general. What are the other ones we've watched? Can you name a few of them? Um, we watched Sixteen Candles. That was one of the first movies we watched for mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure. I mean, I'm just watching them all the time. Uh, <laughs> but you know, movies like The Breakfast Club, movies. I like the. I actually like this movie better than John Hughes movies. Yeah, all of them. This had a different feel to it for sure. Yeah, I just liked it better. I liked the characters, and I read like a fun fact that like out of like the nine characters in the movie, like or out of the ten, nine of them went on to have like a career, like in movies and stuff, like a really good career in movies. It's like one of the top like accolades to this movie to having that many people that are so talented later on in their career, which is pretty cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nick Cage is in the movie. For four seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Nick Cage is in the movie? Twice, yeah, in the background. He's 17 years old. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. He works yeah. at the burger. Uh, let's rewatch watch it American tonight burger? together, Ashley. Okay. Yeah, it's called All American <laughs> Burger. And sure, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a what a prestigious job that Brad had at All American Burger. He went from that to the pirate check or whatever. Oh yeah. And he what wasn't a, cool. He wasn't cool anymore. What, no, what, none just, of the girls wanted him. What a cool fucker, dude. Or cool fucking dude. Come on. Yeah, super, I like Brad. super chill. He got fired for cussing at a customer that was such a jerk to him. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, he was of the main character of the main guys. He's definitely one of the more relatable ones. Um, mm-hmm. And we get a nice peek into his mind during the pool, <laughs> the, the famous pool scene. <laughs> I won't even say infamous. Um, I don't know like what Jennifer Jason Lee and Phoebe Cates have said after the fact about the new, you know, them, you know, um, doing nudity for this movie. Jennifer Jason Lee is naked quite a bit and they're playing high scores, but I assume they're older <laughs> when they, they filmed it. Yeah. Uh, but like what I thought about the, I think we should just kind of get it out of the way. Like what I thought about the pool scene is that it's re- it's literally his like masturbation fantasy come <laughs> to life. It's intercut yeah. with him in the bathroom um, <laughs> so jerking funny. off and uh, we're seeing what he's seen in his head. And then she like catches him and embarrasses him. She doesn't know obviously what he's <laughs> what he's imagining, yeah. but it was so clearly through the male. You can't even say male gaze because it's like the male inner mind that it wasn't like inadvertent, just random nudity. It was mm-hmm. served a purpose in the in the scene. So I don't know mm-hmm. if you felt any differently about that. No, I mean, I thought it was good. It was, and it wasn't too like vulgar. It's fine. Her boobs yeah. were out for like two seconds, whatever. But she wasn't gonna. She was apprehensive to do the scene, and the director was like, "Look, it'll be really tasteful. It'll be really quick. Like, <laughs> no one's gonna watch. Like, it's gonna show you a quick spot in the movie." And like now, it's like known to be the spot where everyone like pauses and like rewinds and pauses. So there's always like a little like tapering in the VHS when people rent it out. Yeah, in isolation. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, but oh, and the fact is that um, when she walked in on him like jerking off, he was actually like he bought like a huge dildo and he was just like doing that to the dildo, and so she was actually like shocked because she didn't know like that was part <laughs> of it. like he was going to do that. So, I I, want, kind of funny I feel like they don't show her. Maybe they do show her her reaction. That would be a they missed do. opportunity. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah. Um. Well, that's that's an awesome bit of trivia. I, I'm glad you didn't say he was actually jerking off just to oh, be in character. No. That would have yeah, been messed no, up. No, no, no. Um, 
yeah, I wouldn't say it's tasteful, but again, it's not meant to be tasteful. It's meant to be his like this fantasy, um, completely like over the top polished fantasy. And I think the the problem was more just that it was so such a popular movie and such an iconic scene that if that's all someone takes away or remembers from the movie, then that wouldn't be fun for her, um, yeah. her character. And it's a tasteful yeah. fantasy. Shows that Brad's a good guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, it, I, I mean, I guess you keep saying tasteful because there's no, like, hardcore sex. In yeah, it. and it's not, like, super vulgar or anything. It's just, like, I don't know. It didn't really, it didn't shock me. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it seems, you know, realistic. And it, It's nice. also a creative cinematic moment where, I can't remember because you you already know going into it now that it's going to be a fantasy, but it's edited in a way that it Same transitions deal. from something really happening in the scene into his mind um, taking over without you really knowing it at first. Mm -hmm. So you just, I mean, that's what's it's kind of a fun little uh, cinematic trick. And yeah, you're like, wait a well. second. Oh, okay, it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it goes back to what I was saying about their, her and Jennifer Jason Lee's journey. Like, she is this promiscuous, uh, promiscuous, like sexually adventurous um, person in talk. We yeah. know it's probably a, a big front. We never see this boyfriend that she's supposedly or her fiance college boyfriend or fi yeah. Yeah, her college fiance. Yeah, that yeah. she's supposedly, you know. Um, uh engaged to and had a you know has a lot of experience with and so she like we learned by the end of the movie that they're both way um that they're maybe going to regret some of their decisions they're trying to grow up too fast they're using sex as like a shortcut for being an adult and i just think the movie handles all of that well it's it's very realistic that they would think that and mm -hmm. then by the end of the movie they kind of come to terms with um how that might not be <laughs> the best way to to mature so mm -hmm. yeah i thought they handled it really well as well um yeah especially in like what was because phoebe case was like oh or linda was like yeah i was in virginia when i was like 13 or 11 or something 13 i think and she's like you're just 15 you'll be fine and so i don't know i think they explored that like their sexuality really well and then coming full circle and being like mm, maybe not the best for this i guess we're talking about them a lot we have a clip of them chatting in the cafeteria we're not going to get to the the carrot part of the scene because that's more visual but yeah this is well, the this, lead up to that the still frame on the video i'm about to play to show the carrot you hear about the surfer guy who pulled a knife in mr hand this morning oh no he just called him a dick dick mm -hmm. oh god people exaggerate so much here linda that girl looks just like half Benatar. I know. Oh, there you go. Wait. Yeah. There are three girls here at Ridgemont who have cultivated the pet Benatar look. Chanel Assembler, Mary Ann's lot making the red tights. And Derek. Do you think guys find that more attractive? Oh, Stacy, please, give me a break. You are so much prettier than them. Yeah, I, I... Yeah, they just seem normal. I really like them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, I thought it was going to be a full-on scoping out the different types of people in the cafeteria type mm -hmm. trope but it was more just casual conversation that leads into them doing sort of a sleepless is it sleepless in seattle where they have the fake orgasm scene no not sleepless no. in seattle it's the other billy crystal it's not breakfast at tiffany's it is uh, yeah i don't remember 
Um, anyway, oh, so it's just like a iconic, memorable moment where they're they're performing fellatio on uh, carrots and mm-hmm. then other in the people school in the cafeteria. Background. Yeah, in the yeah in the school cafeteria. Um, <laughs> so their their dynamic reminded me of Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill in uh, Superbad. That's why I brought that up earlier. Yeah. They're kind of they're probably both well one of them we know is inexperienced they're probably both relatively inexperienced but they they talk a big game yeah and yeah and this is early, i mean in this this movie i guess i haven't mentioned yet is written by cameron crow who wrote say anything and almost famous and um, jerry Maguire, um, as well as we bought a zoo and uh but it's directed by a woman amy heckerling who directed clueless and uh a few other movies so like i think it I think it has. The, I didn't know that. That that's really rad, especially for the early eighties. Yeah. It definitely has a different like sensitivity and focus on the female characters because of that. I would mm-hmm. have to assume. Yeah, and yeah. it's also just a different like high school film in general. So it's right. That's awesome that a female directed that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Cool. That that dynamic like that push pull between a male writer capturing kind of bro culture versus um, a female behind the camera or behind, you know, the creative decisions uh, reminds me of American psycho, which I always bring Jesus up Christ. Yeah. Because that movie, all women are psychos. So what, well, you're, what you're no. getting, no, no, that movie doesn't work. If it's I'm not through the, you can't like definitively say it's satire. If it's not through a female lens, um, mm-hmm. it would feel really, sure. yeah gratuitous and over the top um and you can still feel that way if you want watching it um but the male males in this movie i think are intentionally like subverted and um kind of like made fun of and and skewered for their poor behavior yeah for their shittiness throughout the whole movie spicoli yeah well let's talk about spicoli so sean penn I don't know what he had done. Did I say ex- expect? I said ex- anyway. <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I said expect instead of accept. Anywho, uh, I'm stoned, I, man. I'm talking about Spicoli. It just yeah. makes <laughs> just, I just get real chill, dog, whenever I think about Spicoli, man. So what were we gonna say, man? I don't know. I, I what was I gonna say? You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it wasn't Sean Penn's first movie. He did Taps in 1981, but almost. His well, so this breakout, was his breakout role. Yeah, breakout role for sure. Yeah, what would y'all think? He was awesome. He <laughs> I wish was, he was in it. very awesome. I wish he was in it more, but I think it was done well to where he wasn't in it too much because it'd probably be annoying after like if he was in it the whole time. But I really wanted like four more minutes of Scully. <laughs> <laughs> I he's know a good, I was... he's, a, he's a good character in it, in, in the whole, I mean, how many characters... Did they focus on maybe 10 mm-hmm. total yeah, large so, ensemble? So you can, yeah. you know, cut scenes to Spicoli doing his thing and then, you know, everybody else doing their own thing. Uh, it was a good use of the character and Sean Penn's acting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I can't believe that it works. Like, it's really funny knowing the career that he ends up having, taking yeah. on. Jesus. way more serious roles taking on like this kind of serious like activist very self-serious like persona in real life as well as in his movies 
and the fact that it all started here <laughs> is, yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, we do. A, uh, yeah, he's not in a ton of the movie because, right, like you said, there are so many characters. So I was mm-hmm. uh, when I was um, going back to the theater trying to film uh, bootleg Illegally, footage for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I I was struggling actually to find like a clip that really captures it. But we do have we do have a clip of him getting a pizza delivered to his classroom. Oh. <laughs> Much to the dismay of Mr. Hand. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Hand, man, why don't you just chill out, man? Four of the deviled cheese and sausage. Right here, dude. Here, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a pizza. He says, and dude. I'm hallucinating here. Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Learning about Cuba. Having some food. <laughs> Mrs. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. I've been thinking about this, Mr. Hand. So the moment they will, every student walks into the classroom on day one, he's like, no eating in my classroom. Do you want me to come to your house uh, when you're eating and teach you about history or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So this that's just so fucking hilarious. My favorite. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, my favorite scene with him is when they like walk into the burger place and just take their shirts off and sit down. So like hey, the first hey, scene. You, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> you got you guys were wearing your shirts a few minutes ago. Where do they go? Put, I think we your, lost them. <laughs> put your shirts back on. My favorite Spicoli moment is one of the like he has like three or four classroom entrances and every time he <laughs> makes a huge scene. The bagel the time when he comes yes, the time he comes in with the bagel stuffed like not like not like say that, that again noticing the bagel he what? A, he has a bagel in his like belt buckle. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. like in the front of his pants. This is the the famous uh I don't know moment in the movie the the teacher mr hand lays into him again and asks for an explanation and spicoli's explanation is i don't know <laughs> and he writes i don't know on the chalkboard oh yeah lines yeah. it yeah. and it's just like he doesn't I'm, know everyone i uh, he doesn't he, know he might not know, know if he graduates and i'm gonna leave class. it up here for every Ooh. class to know every, every Every other session of my class today will know that Spicoli does not know something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, Spicoli was great. It was so good. But yeah, the, the bagel in the so pants, good. and yeah. it doesn't, no one even acknowledges it. It's not like the pizza scene where that's okay. kind of the focus. I'm, but... I'm curious. So when they first walk into that uh, super strict teacher's um, classroom, Mm-hmm. And then Spicoli, and he rips up Spicoli's like little note where he's got his classes and where to go. Yeah. yeah. He rips it up and then immediately just starts talking about, okay, I've printed out the, uh, all of the assignments and quizzes that you're going to have. And then all those students started smelling the paper. Yeah. That I was, didn't get, I didn't what get the, that. Well, yeah. What the, I had to rewind the film three times. I watched it in today the theater, as well, wow. that yeah. piece, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. what was up with that? I think it was just an ear, an, a weird cork that the director was like, she should just do this just to see. It's going to be funny. Just smell your paper that you just yeah. got? Okay. I didn't get it. Did you it get it? It was the 80s, y'all. Yeah, you, you didn't do that? No. 
<laughs> I, it, I rewinded I it. I, like I said, I rewinded it three times because maybe he was like, I have printed out your assignments and quizzes on scented paper. But he didn't say that. No, they just smell their paper at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have a theory other than they do like do a wide shot and they show the whole class yeah. doing it. I think it's yeah. just kind of it could have been like part of a back to school montage or something, but it's just yeah. one. <laughs> it's just <laughs> they, one they, shot. They never explain it. So, yeah, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, you, maybe uh, smell your syllabus when you first get it and for good luck or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway. So that was, I mean, there's like so many characters in this movie, so many moments to kind of like, uh, I, I don't want to gloss over the football scene <laughs> because randomly in the middle of this movie, uh, Sean Penn is on a joyride with Forrest Whitaker's little brother, I guess, yep. in his yep. fancy car. And um he gets super drunk and stoned and, and crashes the car. So not a great uh, idea there. And he, it does come up with a creative solution to blame it on the rival football team. <laughs> and so yeah, Forrest Whitaker translates that into like 25 sacks and multiple fumble returns for a touchdown <laughs> in the big game that is <laughs> shot like a varsity blues football game. Yeah, so. Forrest Whitaker is awesome. I forgot he was in this movie completely. Yeah, he's he's good in it, but he's definitely kind of just given limited screen time, and you know maybe the only black character with with lines, but but not mm-hmm. many. So, I mean, so that's Forrest, not really Forrest Whitaker is the one that rolls up in the very beginning with like a a nice vehicle, and they're like, oh, they gave that to him in his sophomore year of yeah after playing football. Okay, gotcha. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and he um actually that was his like first this was his first role that he had like actually auditioned for and like read lines for. And they said that as he was like leaving the building, they saw him like skipping because he's so happy. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> which awesome, makes me like dude. really love him. That's oh, I awesome. also found out why they smell the paper in fast times. Ooh, oh, good. Yeah. So the pages were reproduced using a mimeograph machine. So they smell like really good and fresh, like back in the like the 60s, 70s, 80s. So that's why they're smelling the paper. It smells paper, really good. It's like a t- it says it's like literally an, an intoxicating smell. Like it smells really like sweet and like ar- aromatic and fragrant. So the kids are trying cool. to get high off of it. Yeah. <laughs> just a little intoxicating. bit. Well, no, they're not trying to get high. It just smells. No, it just smells, it just smells really good. good. Yeah. I mean, don't put it past the kids to try anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Not in a high school film. Come on. Yeah. Were there any like dumb things you guys did in high school that had to do with like food or like, like we would lick like the, the cinnamon wrappers from gum and like put it on our forehead so it'd burn our skin? Did you Ooh, guys do that? I did do that. Yeah. I don't uh, think I ever did us. that. In high school, we, wars. Oh, uh, dude. High school during lunch, you would take a uh, bubble gum or like a gum wrapper that mm-hmm. was out made out of some sort of tinfoil. Yep, twist it. Yep, twist it, and then you put it into a light socket, and then it would ruin the light socket and burn up the the tin foil. Oh, we did not do that. Wow. Yeah, I was just it, talking about making it, the cool flower design, <laughs> not damaging Derek. property. Yeah, Derek's a little pyro. Yeah, that's true. I'm not yeah, a little. I, I'm not. I'm not so little anymore, Drew. I'm. I'm. A, <laughs> I'm, a, 
He's I'm a an big adult. Pyro. I'm an adult pyro now. Yeah, you're Drew Barrymore. Um, and, and fire <laughs> now. What about you, Drew? Come um, on. Pencil fighting. Um, Quarters on your knuckles. Like Ooh, yeah. Fuck. That's when Very you get. Dumb. That's when you shed some blood and shed some skin. Paper football. Yeah, no. Paper Ooh, football. Paper for football. sure. I, I was watching something the other day and they did the uh, this is more of a girl activity, um, not to stereotype, but the the fortune telling things. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or match. Oh, the little origami things like. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, you write pick down, your color. Pick three. Pick two. Pick, You'll marry what's... Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you didn't marry Michael, did you? Ashley? No, I didn't. <laughs> Good. Sorry. <laughs> womp yeah. womp. <laughs> well, Michael not every origami anyway. game can be can be predictive. So, yeah. What else we got? You this know what? Movie, man. Well, let's talk about all the you know hookups, and I mean, there is one uh, very sketchy scene in a baseball dugout. That's like the creepy. That's probably the creepiest one, aside from. The fake ladies man who um, he doesn't have to like overly seduce Jennifer Jason Lee's character. She this is when she's like fully embracing her sexuality and um, kind of pursues him. But his best friend is um, into her big time. Yeah. And so that's a big betrayal. And then he uh, performs uh, very um, minimally in yep. their sex scene and she gets pregnant and he doesn't handle that very well. But again, we're never sympathizing with these guys. So the way the movie is, is told. So yeah. I think it was supposed to be very critical of his reaction to well, not just pregnancy. not, not sympathizing with the like real shitheads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there are some, there are some good guys. Spicoli, for instance. Um, I mean, yeah, he's 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 likable. He's harmless, sure. harmless. Yeah, drinking and driving and and crashing well, cars. And crashing a car, and then well, blaming it on the other people. And well, then... man, that's what happens when you drink and drive, man. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Wait, he Spicoli is not an asshole. <laughs> the thing is, he's likable, but know. he is. Come on, who? Uh, he would be super annoying if you weren't stoned, probably. Like yeah. if you knew him in real life, yeah, you would man. probably hate him if you weren't. I wouldn't be able to talk to him for more than friends. like four seconds, probably. Yeah. So. He he does get like a full character arc with the and so does the teacher, where the teacher comes to his house and gives him a final history lesson. And Spicoli seems to like retain some of the information and get into it. And so there's like a nice moment where he's probably going to pass him and he finally breaks through to him um, by going way out of his way to <laughs> make a house yeah. call and and commit to improving his students so yeah that was they nice. made really like mr hand i was like oh this dick like jerk teacher and then i was like oh he's trying to just help <laughs> like, yeah it's a tough job tough job mm-hmm. so the dude who works at the theaters his name is rot you said yeah that's Great his name. nickname I know. Um, and I was like, it's because he's small, probably. And what's the what's the slimy dude's name? Damone. Damone. <laughs> that works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Rat is like getting tips on how to pick up girls from Damone. And Damone is clearly like 
talking out of his ass the whole yeah. movie. I mean, if you pursue every single vulnerable um, or, you know, I shouldn't say vulnerable, but every single young, immature um, woman, then the numbers game might work out in Damone's favor at least once that we see in this movie. Yeah. But for the most part, he we see him sitting at home <laughs> by himself. Eating ice cream, uh, watching TV. Yeah. 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 Not having a very active social life. So he takes Rat under his wings and helps him um, pick up Jennifer Jason Lee's character. But all of it's kind of going against Rat's better uh, good guy instincts. Yeah. And so they have a awkward date at first. But the arc of the movie is kind of her maturing to where she doesn't need to try to prove anything to to anyone and then realizing that she'd rather be with um at least for now a a guy like rat versus a guy like mm-hmm. damone who abandons her at the first you know well one abandons her in the act of yeah. sex and then abandons her as soon as um uh, immediately after because he slept with his best friend's want to yeah. be girlfriend so he just sucks all around yep agreed the worst yeah um but did you find the like the moment that they get to with with uh stacy and rat satisfying by the end yeah i knew it would happen yeah <laughs> i was like oh he really cares about her still even though like she did that but, but yeah they're really, they're also, really cute together they are cute together it would have been also fine if i kind of liked how the movie portrayed their date where they could be cute and awkward and also have nothing in common once they actually try to talk and that's fine if it yeah. doesn't go anywhere as well. So mm-hmm. we'll see yeah, it didn't how it pans to. out. He yeah. tried, well, man. He tried. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she made it pretty easy for him, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like basically she, she holding did. his hand through the process. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about, um, Ashley, I know you love a good, where are they now? Epilogue. Yes, I do. So we got um, updates on all the characters at the end, starting with, I was pretty sure the end of the movie is the uh, robbery at the convenience store where oh, Brad's yeah, working, right? Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it, is, does Spicoli come in? Who comes in? Yeah, Spicoli comes in and uses the bathroom. Yeah. And then, so Brad thwarts a robbery by throwing hot coffee on the assailant's face and Spicoli comes out and it's like whoa dude you totally got him (laughs) and then it cut to Brad now is two weeks later manager of the quickie mart or whatever good for him is if that's like a huge life upgrade (laughs) I thought his was was gonna be like he went to he went to Harvard Law School or like something like (laughs) you know but it's just like and now he's the manager like wait it wasn't he a senior and did he not go to school like college I was kind of confused I was like oh I wanted him to do a little better well spicoli does pretty good for himself what is his do you have all these handles yeah he he saves like carmen electra or paley emerson from drowning at like during baywatch (laughs) or something and then he uses all of his money from that to uh, have let's up and play it is um birthday so. oh, right. he blows that's it all what immediately. i'm talking about man yeah if you save a girl like that money. and you get a bunch of money man you get that led zeppelin to play at my birthday party <laughs> a lot of led zeppelin shout outs in this movie mm-hmm. that's the make out song that they recommend derek do you know the track name track four or something uh no off of which record no i don't know it offhand damn yeah. it 
whatever I mean, they, I'm, I'm not they... I'm, a, I'm a big lead lead fan but um no i don't know the track name sorry girls it's yeah fine, so mike damone his one of his like four or five rules for picking up women is um if soon as you want to make out with them you put on track four or off that Led Zeppelin album, yeah. whatever one. Da, 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 da. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Rat tries to put that on in the car, like right away. And yeah, it's just, just silence. Yeah, it's just like, and she can't, she's <laughs> trying to talk over the music. It's too loud. Oh. Mark Rat Ratner. Um, so, okay, Gosh, what else? Man. Who else do we got? What are the other life updates, Ashley? Um, Rat and Linda end up together. Stacy ends up dating someone but they're still waiting but they're still waiting yeah they're taking their time and then stacy ends up dating someone older than her or her professor that's right (laughs) oh right that's a little bit of a of a unfortunate turn yeah yeah. an interesting turn yeah well just that like she learned what we thought that she was learning was maybe you know like (laughs) avoid these uh creepy older dudes if there ever even was a fiance i don't think there was Um, yeah but now she's living with her professor at college so yeah and i don't remember what happened to damone something terrible hopefully i'm pretty sure really remember that's pretty much all of them yeah (laughs) well um (laughs) i mean incredible cast of characters everything about the movie held up really well in my opinion, I was so pleasantly surprised that it wasn't like the humor wasn't particularly dated. The sex stuff was all part of the character development. And it's just a, I mean, every time I watch a high school movie from now on, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, Fast Times did that first. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I had, a great to, movie. had to see the source. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all got anything else before Ashley takes us for a ride in the poetry van? Get, get on in, guys. Okay. Is, is, did I miss Did I miss something in the last few podcasts when I wasn't here? Uh, no. You guys got a poetry van? Yeah. Well, it's I was thinking of Spicoli's. Thing. I was thinking of Spicoli's van. All right. Yeah. Poetry yeah. van. Let's All go. Right. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom. Um, high school, 1980s, and students are almost out for the sweet summertime. The mall is the place to be, and women are looking mighty fine. You have Linda and Stacy as the main ladies, and Spicoli, Rat, Damone, and Brad. Ahoy, matey! <laughs> Stacy has, has sex for the first time with an older man and goes on a date with Rat, who's the sweetest. I'm a big fan. But she ends up bypassing the nice guy and chooses Damone, who's the worst. He gets her pregnant and doesn't show up to take her to the clinic. Again, the fucking worst. But throughout the movie, there are two clear favorites, Spicoli, the super pothead, who's lovable and doesn't give two shits, and Linda, the prettiest girl that Brad wants to do. But she has a pretend college boyfriend, so he just jerks off to her. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yep. They, all, they all end up in crazy hijinks with a bunch of laughter. And when the movie ends, you want to say, what's next? What's after? Dude, all I need are some tasty waves, a cool buzz, and I'm fine. Hell Let's yeah. fucking go and rewatch this for a second time. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's a testament to this movie that it also doesn't force um, Brad and Linda together. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even really go there at all. I mean, his fantasy is is the (laughs) extent of their relationship. So that was cool. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Ooh. 
Well, um, that was awesome. As as always, thank you, yeah. Ashley. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the movie, but first, we are going to play something we like to call "Rank the Blank." Derek, do we have a sponsor this week? We sure do, and it is. Can you guess? I can guess. A- yes, because I a- do all the business relations. But yes. Yeah, Ashley, take a take a quick guess. I've already a, seen it. It's a mall. Get ready for fall at West Park Mall. Get color, oh. new fashion, find excitement and action. Come to First Impression and be impressed by handsome new men's wool sweaters on sale $22 to $38. Great fall coats oh, and jackets. Oh, that's a big fucking difference. And step into Airstep for the latest footwear fashions, even if you're hard to fit. Their fashion <laughs> experts can help coordinate your fall wardrobe with stylish Airstep shoes. Come Ooh, on, fall's nice. waiting at West Park Mall. Oh my God! Let's That's pretty expensive. go. This one for old people. Twenty-eight to twenty-two to thirty-eight dollars. That's a lot of money in the eighties. <laughs> well, yeah. And what's like, up with what? that like d- price difference? Well, twenty-two to thirty-eight. Different brands. This is yeah. in design fashion. Just air, do nineteen ninety-nine. This is before like marketing got into into the business, and they're like nineteen no twenty-one ninety-nine to thirty-seven ninety-nine. Oh, yeah, that's a way better range. Yeah, pretty similar. <laughs> um, let's not get hung up on our sponsors' price ranges. Let's oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know... we're, 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 our fake sponsor is not going to fake sponsor yeah. us. I mean, you, sorry. Sorry. I don't even, sorry, if you West can Park. find West Park Mall, good luck. But so you can just, <laughs> you can call them a fake sponsor all you want, but good luck <laughs> having them <laughs> pursue us for, yeah. for, um, uh, defaming their glorious reputation. Is it still around? So, I had, you know, I most of the mall commercials I found from this time period were in Canada, but I think this one's <laughs> in the states. So, check things, out West things, Park Mall. Things to do: visit Missouri West Park Mall. <laughs> there we go. Great. Wow. Great um, item to have on your list. So, rank the blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. favorites. Go figure. <laughs> this week's topic was is, is going to be a little bit spontaneous. It's going to be uh, because we've talked so much about all the high school tropes this movie's this movie establishes. We're going to pick our favorite high school movie trope. Favorite is a little bit of a tricky word here. It could be the one that you have associations with from movies you like. It could be one that you think actually resonates in real life as kind of like a nice nod to uh, the actual high school experience. So whatever direction you want to go in. Ashley, do you have any um, honorable mentions for us? Or do you want to go through some and y'all can pick your choices live on the episode? Yeah, I'll go through some. I can pick them live. Okay. All right. So. I might just read like the, the main header. I think the, most of them are self-explanatory, but if yeah. we have any questions, we can ask you. Okay, cool. The adults are a useless trope. Yep. The Casanova That's... wannabe with Damone, a date with Rosie Palms. So you get stuck doing something you shouldn't be doing. And then you're like all embarrassed. Um, <laughs> not giving up school, not giving up, not giving up school guy. Jeez. Not giving that up on that either. That's a ham-fisted uh name for that one for sure it means the over the over (laughs) the ham filled rosy palm yeah 
This is the overzealous teacher, like the Robin Williams and Dead Poets type. Oh, won't yeah. take, won't take failure as an option. We'll do anything to, mm-hmm. or the Michelle Pfeiffer and Dangerous Minds type, or or Reese Witherspoon in Election. She's not a teacher. I mean, not her, but <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, the precious, precious car. Speaking so of Broderick, we talked about. Yep. Oh yeah, nice. Surfer dude. Stoners are funny. Where are they now? Epilogue. With all the tropes we just went through, we're going to pick our own and see who wins. Rank the blank. So the movie, we're going to deal with the Where Are They Now epilogue, which is pretty cool. A little roundup of what everyone's doing um, after when the movie ends. I'm going to go with the non-giving up school guy because I think it's very sweet. Drew, what are you going to pick? Wow. Thank you for hosting Rank the Blank all of a sudden. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <is> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am going to go with this very alliterative trope. Lousy lovers are losers. So (laughs) (laughs) we've talked a lot about the scene in question from this movie, but it's a trope throughout lots of movies, including American Pie. And um, let me see. I've got a quick list pulled up here. Um, Usually it involves like a dude who's been dying to hook up with a girl. And then when he does it is pretty anticlimactic, so to speak. So um, the one of the funny ones that I saw listed on this brilliant website, tvtropes.org, was Halloween, where the one babysitter's, uh, the one babysitter hooks up with her boyfriend, or she's not babysitting, she's at the house where Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting, and he says he has a cramp <laughs> because he finishes really early. And then she gives him a zero on a scale of one to 10 for his <laughs> performance. Wow. So Yikes. That one's pretty funny. And the list goes on and on. A Night at the Roxbury, they have a threesome. Um, okay. Like okay. Eat, they're both okay. about to hook up. Yeah. So okay. anyway. We get it. We get it. What's yours? Derek, yeah. What's yours? Yeah. I'm going to give me. Can I have five minutes? No. That was like 45 seconds. Which is way better than like did. five minutes. <laughs> this is a reverse lousy lover situation where me talking, <laughs> you. <laughs> well, g- guess it. Come on. Ashley, you already know. It's uh, stoners are funny. Yeah. So are you've they? got. I mean, we didn't watch Cheech and Chong. Ooh. No. I've watched it for for you guys. <laughs> I watched it for for everybody that I know that hasn't seen it. So Cheech and Chong comedy movie. Thank you, Drew, for setting me up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stoners are funny is a trope. And Spicoli, obviously a stoner. Uh, <laughs> I kind of am embarrassed by saying this, but before I started watching this film, I thought it was the one with... Um, uh, the all right, all right, all right. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew confused. Yeah. You froze again, Derek. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought we were watching. Did I? Am I Maybe still the. Uh, no. I'm looking. I'm looking at a list, and you guys just just finished the episode. This. I don't know. It's You're gonna fine. be super. It's gonna be super very annoying to edit all this if I keep freezing. Just. 
but you're I'm still you're... in good spirits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe, the, I have maybe to talk louder. No, you're pl- plenty so. loud. <laughs> no. Okay. So so my trope uh, that I am uh, advocating for winning, which will win, rank the blank this week. Finally, well, again, I'm gonna rank and win that blank. Is uh, stoners are funny. I was trying to help you out, but you kept interrupting me, so I won't even mention. <laughs> so the best seriously, example. dude, stoners are funny. <laughs> you don't want me to mention? No, 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 no. Ouch, my ears. Do you yeah, get it, dude? You're yelling. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna interrupt you anymore. So, but seriously, dude, I oh really won't. Drew's gonna lose his mind. I mean, well, it's... I, don't, I, I can't tell if you guys can hear me or not. That's the problem. We can. It, it's not a volume issue. Dude. No, no, no. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Either we can hear you screaming, or we can't hear you at all. So, the dude from Big Lebowski, icon, iconic, uh, stunners are funny character. Yeah, you're welcome. Wonderful. Um, yeah, you that's didn't a good deserve call. it, but you got it. So, Ashley, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get stoned, baby. Ashley, where do you want to start with this um completely off the rails edition of Rank the Blank? Yeah, this is a hard one to rank. I don't um Yeah, again, <laughs> favorite. I don't know how y'all approached it because you just did it in the last couple minutes, but right. it could just be something you enjoy from movies or the one that you think is the most prominent, the most accurate, whatever. You you have to decide how you want to approach this. Well, I feel like in most of the high school movies, they have the non-giving up school guy. Like there's always one teacher that's trying to help people. One, I hate the name of this one. Yeah, I don't like the name. I didn't name it. What's two? Um, Wait, so you want to make that number one? No, I'm sa- <laughs> no, I'm just saying that I like that one in general. That's why I picked it. I was just defending mine. I'm not, yeah. I don't want that to be one. Well, I, the the other reason I don't I don't love that is it's more about the teacher than the students, and I feel like the less adults I, we went through one of the tropes where the adults are just absent, um, adults are useless, and yeah. I I mostly liked the Mister Hand character as a foil for Spicoli. It 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 actually worked in this movie, but. I don't love like kind of the try too hard teacher trope. That's just me personally. Robin Williams. Mm. I I liked some of the ones I mentioned. Tina Fey and Mean Girls. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. Who's the principal? Yes, it does. It's Tina Fey. That counts. (laughs) All right. Well, Well, mine's not going to win, but I don't think the movie's going to win either. I think it's between you and Derek. Okay. Well, the do you think stoners are funny, Ashley? Yeah, I think they're pretty funny. Damn. Okay. Not yeah, that's annoying. A tough, that's a tough one. I was like, mm. I mean, I think in this movie in particular, we talked about it, but he was only on there for like a couple minutes of screen time. That was perfect. Like he was the whole movie. I wouldn't like it. Right. Like Pineapple Express style. Yeah, that was even like that was fine. No, Pineapple Express is pretty damn funny. Yeah, it like, is. but they weren't. But they weren't like it was like that surfer. The surfer voice is is. Pretty intense. Like what about Argyle and Stranger Things season four? So oh, that's Argyle. where I was gonna go with the uh, with with my choice. 
Stoners oh. are funny. Argyle, come on. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're welcome. What an amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm single handedly helping setting, you win. Yeah, this. yeah. I know. I know. So I guess Derek's winning. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, you don't like the as a as a female, you don't like kind of this trope of making fun of men who are, you know, way overzealous to have sex and then they have nothing to offer. I mean, I'm, or is it just too like <laughs> it's a disappointment, man? Too realistic. It's just too realistic. And stoners are yeah. just funny in general, period. Right. So. Yeah, That's mine's kind of depressing, I guess. And yeah, I'm a, a stoner. <laughs> but yeah, so I would go with stoners are funny, lousy lovers are losers. Probably the maybe the where are they now and then mine. I just like it for me, but I feel like you don't like it, so I can no, push I to the it. bottom. That's fine. All right. Well, Derek called a shot and he nice. won. I and I yep, thank and you. you very now much. now you can and I can exit. I thought you were leaving. Uh just kidding. <laughs> So, congratulations bask in your glory <laughs> i shall i'm gonna bathe in it <laughs> well before you get too comfortable uh we'd like to thank west park mall for Correct. sponsoring the most um complicated rank the blank in a while and the most riddled with technical difficulties, which you'll never know about because this will be seamlessly edited together by the winner of the segment. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, West Park Mall. Now back to our feature presentation. You get nothing. <laughs> oh, and I'm sharing the Zoom, so I have to I have to play. Yeah, the I was like, wait now. a second. <laughs> All right. Give, well, give I had me, such, just give I me had such good. I had such good uh, momentum going there. Ooh, don't give me a host. Yeah, I can share. Oh man, I thought I was still sharing my screen or my audio. I had a really awesome thing that would have made you guys all laugh. Well, you didn't get to hear it. Part of the West Park Mall <laughs> ad. Right after you finished giving them cred. West Park Mall. Get your cred. Now back to our feature presentation. Ashley, how has the critical and social reaction to Fast Times at Ridgemont High been? What are the peeps saying? People are liking it. Not everyone's loving the nudity, but, you know, other than that, people are really liking it. And they were only supposed to open it up in like a few theaters. And then they were like, oh, this is doing so well. And they open it up all over the place. So, hmm. yeah, we're going to yeah, we're going to get to that in the box office report, actually. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. So tell me about the box office. This movie has such a, you know, cold status now, but I was surprised to see that the movie that we teased earlier that is a certain slasher part three <laughs> will be Ooh. revealing very soon. <sighs> there you go. Is number one. E.T., of course. Number two. Fi- oh, my God. What? I can't wait to. So the movie that dethroned E.T., <laughs> was Friday the Thirteenth no. Part Three. That's amazing. No, I know like, way. Well, yeah, after okay. ten weeks at number or nine weeks at number one, it took Jason to lop the head off of that stupid alien. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is kind of stupid. 
sure. he actually he's drunk at one point, but he he learns pretty quickly. He's got some yeah, advanced yeah. engineering skills. So sure. take that ET. More on that next week. Yeah, at number phone, five. Phone home to your mom when you're sad about that. Mm, yeah, Ouch. the trash talk. So Star Wars. 19 uh, Star Wars 1977 it was re-released this week and made a sizable chunk of change. Fast Times came in at number 7. You're right. It's in it's in half as many theaters as uh Friday the 13th and ET, but still I guess it's going to be a um it'll pick up the pace. A slow like. burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. okay. So, that's good. I'm glad it made the top 7. I was wondering if it would actually make the top 10 or 15 in general based on it being now released as widely um but so do you guys want to consider this new release or old news on the pretty count easy of, one this week count of three one yep. two three new release new release new release i don't like doing them at the same time why do we always do that because oh, it was it's just a very obvious like this we're gonna we say new release loved it just it just doesn't really drag oh out the drama. God. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Okay. Is it okay? We'll so, edit it out. Well, no, just talking over each other. Anyway, we're getting I'm I'm getting um tired. So I guess. do you want do you want what, what do you think, Drew? Is this a new release or old news? Ashley three two one new. No, anyway. <laughs> Ashley and I were supposed to say new release at the same oh, time. I know, I know again. Again, yeah. and we're yeah. leaving this in for sure. Yeah, oh it's a new release all the way around. Uh, I like okay. to add like a tiny statement on top of that. But if all we want to do is say new release, then fine. We can move on. Oh, no, you can add a statement. You said no. you're tired. I'm good. I'm okay. Well, I'm going to say it's a new release as well, and I'd recommend it to anyone. So well, I'm really glad I watched it. Yeah. Um, all right, so Same. how early 80s on the scale of 0 to 82 is Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Based on fashion, music, all the actors, all the tropes we just talked about. Um, right now we have a really strong top 80s. So we have Tron with 81 out of 82, The Thing with 80, Blade Runner 79, E.T. with a perfect score, Poltergeist with 81. And this movie is very, very, very 80s. Yeah. It's like 75 points alone. So, um, <laughs> I know I the actors, they almost had, they had careers well beyond the eighties, like you mentioned earlier, but the mm -hmm. music for sure, the, the, the mall fashion, it's, it's right up there. It's almost like we've been giving other movies credit for special effects or mm -hmm. kind of like this extracurriculars. This is high. Yeah, it's very. I high. think it's almost the most. I I'm just gonna say this, but I think it might be the most '80s movies we've we've watched. I totally yeah. agree. Well, totally more agree. than it's ET. Close to ET. I th I mean. Yeah, way more '80s okay. than ET. Abs. I think I mean, it beats out ET Ash, as well. Yeah, agreed. Which is surprising, but. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't need to argue it too much. Yeah. I just, I think ET is like set the tone for every 80s nostalgia thing to come for in uh, like sci-fi and horror how and 80s is the film or 82s is the film that's not what its impact has been on film itself so well how do you not, explain not... that 
Explain what? E.T.? A dumb yeah. alien. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking so about. Essential 80s that's yeah. had an impact for like decades. No, we're talking about how 80s, 82s is the film, not what its impact has been on. But isn't that future, one of the same things? Films. Yeah, yeah that's you. exactly to... the, that's how you, that's how you define it. If but movies just... nah, that are set. Dis- I disagree. I'll let you, I'll let y'all have this one today because I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I was... This is absolutely the highest scoring 80s film that we've seen. I well, was just going to say my only argument to make um, Fast Times higher than E.T. was E.T.'s like special effects and stuff are done so well that I feel like it could be later in the 80s from 0 to 82. Yeah. Only. This yeah. movie doesn't have special effects. It's it's perfectly captures the early 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew this was coming for a while. We have to revisit <laughs> all the movies that we already almost yeah. gave perfect scores to, including E.T., which we gave, oh, right. and y'all agreed to give an 82 out of 82. So. Yep. Yep. This ties with it, I think. All we'll right. Re- we'll rescore them. Yeah, um, it's going to be actually fun during our uh, end of yeah, summer yeah. episode to <laughs> pick a winner once and for all, and we can have this knockdown drag up argument <laughs> at that point, if that's the expression. So Perfect. Um, cool. cool. All right. So each week when we watch a movie, we take something from that movie and then we sell it in the new release gift shop. Um, we have some crowd favorites like a bloody boomerang from <laughs> Mad Max 2. Um, we have a super stoker flamethrower. There's a lot of like violent things in this one. Mm, um, Origami memory kit, a mood year. drink that lights you up and like some other things as well. So what do we want <laughs> to include from this movie? Hmm. Tough one because yeah. there's so... Uh, much mm. so many different characters there's mm-hmm. like spicoli has the iconic s- style although the cold 45 shirt is sweet i'm thinking like uh a costume that you put on so we call it the spic costume spicoli mm. costume and when you put it on you are high but once you're ready to done being done being stoned you just unzip it and take it off. So it's Seems a stoner suit? Forever. A stoner, stoner suit. suit, yes. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. We'll figure out the actual... It could be a topical delivery system. It could sure. be more of like a symbiotic uh, venom situation. Ashley is spazzing out. What's what up? about a scratch and sniff stoner suit? Oh, because <laughs> the paper? Yeah. <laughs> So that way other people can like sniff you and get high too. So they can also, so it's a communal thing. Wow. This could be, um, this could be a big hit. This could actually make money. (laughs) And also if you scratch scratch and spliff. Oh, that's so good. Yes. That is amazing. I'm kind of mad that that is so good too. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. It only took, um, (laughs) it only took us to get this delirious and angry to. (laughs) <laughs> to come Cut up with our best presses. product yet <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have what are we watching next week i mean you spoiled it earlier but i'm excited to still listen to it we have watched i have to go back and do the research but we've watched two or three i want to say three, three so think. without being every single season of new release we've watched a friday the 13th movie <laughs> and somehow we're only on number three so <laughs> we're going uh, wait we went we went from the final chapter to going to number three 
Okay. We went from 84 to the 91 to mm-hmm. this one, yeah. but there might have even been another one in there. I'm sure we missed. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, the last one we watched was Final Chapter. So Which we went from the Final wasn't. Chapter back to anyway, yeah. back to the better saying. ones. Yeah. We'll see, but this one has a special <laughs> 80s effect of its own. Uh that's right. I keep forgetting I'm on trailer duty. So without further ado. Friday the 13th, part three in Super 3D. Oh. The all-new process that puts you in the picture. Whether you want to be there or not. Uh-oh. What? It will scare you. Count on it. Friday the 13th, part three in Super 3D. Rated R. Now playing in Sacramento. Check news. Whoa. How are, do we have to get 3D glasses for it or something? They're going to be handing them out at the theater. I can't wait cool. to see a 3D movie. It's going to be like that phase a few years ago. <laughs> Come back to life, which started after Jaws 3D, I guess, and uh, was also a trend in the 80s. Oh, my gosh. That's Yeah, I'm excited. That's going to be wild. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for new release this week. Thanks for joining us. If you want to come along on the remaining weeks of summer and beyond, you can subscribe by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else podcasts are served, bro. Ashley. That's a thrust. Here's your Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. Turn it up. What's up? It's up. Now you get to watch it, Drew. I know. Nice. I usually, I'm usually the one who watches it. <laughs>